And what's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Gridiron Fantasy Football Podcast. Today is August 22nd, 2020. And of course, I am Chip, and I'm your host, and thank you so much for listening. And if you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining us as well. You know, please share this podcast. You can find us over on Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also watch us over on YouTube at Gridiron Fantasy Football. So please don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss another episode. Now, on today's episode, we are talking... We're doing another mock draft. We're doing another live mock draft. I think, you know, I've been doing this on a weekly basis. I hope this has been very beneficial for everyone who has been watching and listening to the podcast. You know, it's it's super crucial to have this practice, you know, as much as you can. I think it's, it doesn't take too long to do a mock draft just to get familiar to, with players, where they're getting drafted, where certain players are being ranked. And today I'm doing a 16-team um, standard scoring format. So, you know, this is a... By far, I think one of the hardest drafts to do because you have to know each roster in and out. I mean, you can't just know the main guys, the elite guys. You have to know in depth the wide receiver two, the wide receiver three, who's the backup running back, all these things because this is where, you know, this can make or break your fancy league and or on, in your team if you don't know these players. So um, I've been doing different different mock drafts each week. I've done a 10 team. A twelve team, but you know, two you know quarterback PPR format. So um, this is my first standard scoring format draft I've been doing in the off season. But I think this is very crucial to do. So before we get into that draft, we're going to go ahead and get into some of the news, um, just very briefly. Out of uh, Las Vegas, um, John Gruden has come out again and said that they want to get Josh Jacobs involved in the passing game. You know, we've been hearing this to nauseum since last season. Um, it has not happened yet. So until we actually see it happen. Um, I'm not gonna get my hopes up, but there has been a lot, been a lot of talk of this being the case. Um, you know, Josh Jacobs came out and said his goal was to get 60 receptions this year. You know, obviously when a player comes out and has these, these personal goals, um, I think that the coaches should listen to this. I think that Josh Jacobs knows what he can do in the passing game. I think it's very important that they get him involved and get to the point where they can have him on the field at all times and never take him off the field. I mean, he is a three down back. They need to keep on the field. So hopefully all this news coming out that, you know, they're going to try to get more involved actually does happen. So it's a wait and see process. But I do think if it, all indications turn towards him getting more pass catches and more receptions and targets, I think he is a top five running back by, you know, without a question. So it's a matter of, you know, if it actually happens. But but he's a guy that's still going to go late in the first round. And if he does get the the targets, and you get him late in the first round, you're going to get a top five guy with good value. So um, we'll continue to monitor that that news and see what happens. But we won't know until the season starts and go from there. But out in Cleveland, you know, Nick Chubb has come off the concussion protocol. Great news for Nick Chubb. Um, I think that it was a good thing that's only taken him a short amount of time to get back to practice. But for me, I'm just still concerned about his his, you know, his his health and his usage and we, we don't know anything for sure on how he's to be used this year but if you look at them you know the, they already came out and said that they want to give both him and cream hunt 15 carries per game you know obviously cream hunt is more is more used in the passing game and then now the concussions or the concussion that he had i just hope that this is not a long-term thing i hope that he only has the one concussion it's not something that happens you know every single um year or if it's consistently through the year because you know we've had a bunch of great players unfortunately not stay on the field because of concussions and it's not about him as a fantasy ball player it's about his overall health 
Uh, we know what happens with, with brain injuries and how that could definitely alter your life and your quality of life. So I just hope that um, it's something that just super minor and that that doesn't happen again. But um, over in Kansas City, Tyreek Hill did not practice today. So obviously we knew that this was going to be the case. You know, he injured his hamstring earlier in the week and we know that he was going to miss some time. So for him not to, you know, not to practice today is not a shocker. They need to give him rest. They probably need to give him rest until the season starts. Just know that he is 100% when week one happens. So um, hopefully that he, he is able to recover quickly from this and doesn't hinder him throughout the season. And then last over in Atlanta, reports out Atlanta has said that Hayden Hurst should be an every down role uh, player that he should not you know, come off the field that they're hoping to get him to the point where he's on the field for 75% of the snaps. Um, I think that obviously this is super important because, you know, when Austin Hooper went to Cleveland during free agency, you know, they got Hayden Hurst from Baltimore. You know, we all assume that, you know, Hayden Hurst is going to go into that Austin Hooper role where he's going to be one of those breakout tight ends. And I still think he can do that. But I do think that, I am concerned because I do think that Hayden Hurst is a better run blocker and a better blocker in general than Austin Hooper. So he may get more snaps. But my concern is, is that will that be just more to block or is he actually be going and running routes and actually being one of those you know top tight ends we have this year? Because we saw what Austin Hooper can do in that offense. He was a top tight end before he got hurt. So obviously, the, all the indication is, is that we want to see Hayden Hurst um, take that role. So, you know, that's what you know, that's. That's our hope. You know, he's one of my breakout guys. So hopefully that he is going to live up to that, at least for my stake. (laughs) But right now we're going to go into the draft. And so if you're watching on YouTube, I'm sharing my draft board right now. As you can see, it's a 16 team standard format. Um, I have the eighth pick, which I actually don't mind having the eighth pick. I think that is beneficial for for me because if I had the first pick or the 16th pick, I don't have to go so many picks in between. So I feel like I get better value and better players at this position. Um, I will say this, that I did a um, a mock draft just for practice. And there are going to be some weird things that happen because of just the way the algorithm is on the Sleeper app. Um, Darius Geis is still in uh, the algorithm, so he may get drafted. So that's some some of those things like some of these guys are not taken out of the actual um, rankings. So just be aware that if that happens, I'll obviously bring it to your attention. But, you know, you may some this is why you do mock drafts because you're just not sure exactly how things are going to play out. But it looks like it's not updated where Darius guys is out of the actual complete rankings of all the the drafts. So I'm going to beginning the draft. And right off the bat, you know, obviously the first pick overall is Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, that's going to be the case for, throughout every redraft league. Um, what's crazy is Alvin Kamara is a second running back off the board. Then you got Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Derrick Henry, and Dalvin Cook. And then the first receiver comes off the board is Michael Thomas. So now it's my choice at the 1-8. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast, I am a big favorite. Like, I love favoring running back heavy drafts. Um so I have my options, you know, right now I can go for, I can go Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders, and there's Aaron Jones, Kenyon Drake, but uh, right there is Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So I know that he's a rookie. I know that he's had limited off season. He is still trying to get his feet wet in the offense and all the reports out of Kansas city is telling me that he's pretty much as advertised. So if that's being the case, 
I have no problem taking Clyde Edwards-Hilaire here. So that's who I'm going to draft my first pick overall in the first round. And then it follows up with Josh Jacobs, then Patrick Mahomes, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, Tyreek Kill, Lamar Jackson, then Miles Sanders rounds out the first round. And then to start the second round, you got Julio Jones following Devontae Adams. And then nothing too crazy. I mean, you got Travis Kelsey coming off the board as the first tight at the 2-8. Now it's my pick at the 2-9. So I have options. I can either go wide receiver or I can go running back. And because I like going running back heavy in my drafts, um, I will go running back here. So, you know, there's James Conner, there's Chris Carson, there's Melvin Gordon, and then there's Le'Veon Bell. So in my eyes, I think James Conner is obviously the better running back of that group of players that are available. I'm just going to check the wide receivers and kind of see what's there. You got Mike Evans, Adam Thielen, and Amari Cooper. Okay, so this is where I'm going to pivot. I would always want to go running back, but I think that if I can grab a guy like Mike Evans right now, I think I'm going to do that because he won't be there on the turn round, or I can go with George Kittle at the tight end position. I think there's a lot of tight ends where I get value, so I'm going to go ahead and do wide receiver. So I'm going to go and draft. I'm going to draft Mike Evans here just so I have a solid RB1 and a solid wide receiver one. And then it follows up with George Kittle, Chris Carson, James Conner, Adam Thielen, Cooper Cup, Leonard Fournette, and then Melvin Gordon. And then Amari Cooper starts off the third round. Now it's back to my pick. I was hoping Calvin Ridley was going to follow me, but he, he just went right before me. So if you're watching it on, on YouTube, you can see it right now. The rankings right now, you have DK Metcalf, and then you got Juju just under him. So I don't, and then Allen Robinson. I don't understand why that's the case. Obviously, I, I warned you before the draft started that the rankings will be kind of odd with this type of setup. But I'm um, looking at the running back position. Uh, I There is Devin Singletary and there's Todd Gurley. I just think that there's too much value at wide receiver right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to wide receiver and I'm going to draft Juju. Um, I, I love Juju. He's one of my favorite players. I have him in one of my dynasty leagues and it's just fun to have him. But I would rather have Juju right now. And then, you know, Allen Robson's still there. I don't think he, he just went, so he's not going to be drafted by me. But um, I just think when you look at the offense, I think I like I like Allen Robson a lot this year, too. But if you look at the offense compared to like Pittsburgh compared to Chicago, I know Allen Robson had a really target heavy year last year. He had a great, he had 98 catches, but Juju, I think it's in the better offense. And I think Juju actually has a bounce back season. Now it's my pick again at the four nine. And it looks like I went from going, thinking about going about running back heavy. It looks like I'm going to go run uh, receiver heavy because Odell Beckham is right there for me to draft. Um, so I'm going to grab Odell Beckham. You know, he's there at the 410 or at, sorry, at the 49. So right now I have Mike Evans, Juju and Odell Beckham as my wide receiver. So, you know, obviously this is a, a practice mock draft. This is not going to happen in your leagues. Um, if you have anybody who's, comp- you know, able to know who these players are, I mean, it's one of those things where it's, you know, it's a practice, but you know, this could be what happens in your draft. So that's why we do these drafts. Now I'm at the five, eight. Now, now I'm going to have to go running back. I have to draft running back just because I have three three really good wide receivers and I have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as my running back. So I'm going to grab, right now there's Ronald Jones, Cam, Cam Akers, Sonny Michelle, and J.K. Dobbins. Obviously, I'm not drafting Sonny Michelle because he's injured. And then Ronald Jones, you know, I want to believe the hype that he's going to be the starting running back. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to draft Ronald Jones here and have that. I'll have that wide receiver running back for the Bucks. You know, I still think the Bucks have a very, you know, good lethal offense. So I think that 
Ronald Jones is a good pick there. It could be a big, big value pick. And now going through the sixth round, you know, J.K. Dobbins went the 6-4. I mean, Sony Michelle got drafted. And then Jordan Howard got drafted at the 6-8. So it's my my pick at the 6-9. And let's look at what we have available to us. At wide receiver, we have, you know, we got some decent options here. I'm going to look at tight end, see what we got at tight end. Not really anybody I want to draft right now. I mean, Jared Cook's there, Austin Hooper, Nolan Fant. Like, I just don't think I need to back, you know, draft any of those guys right at this moment. At quarterback, there's still some good options. I think I'm going to wait. So let's look at running back. You got Philip Lindsay, Matt Breida, Alexander Madison, Latavius Murray. You know, I honestly don't like, I mean, Antonio Gibson's there, but I'm not going to drive. That's too high to take him. Damian Harris is there. He's, you know, he's some of the guys that I, he's a guy that I'm high on right now because of the injuries to Lamar Miller and Sonny Michelle. But let's see. I'm going to take my receiver wise tight end. You know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go Philip. No. Let's see. Yeah, I'm going to go Philip Lindsay here. Um, I, you know, this is what you have to do. And when you get when you get these big leagues, you have to figure out, you know, who are the better options. I know he's in the running back by committee with Melvin Gordon, but it's uh it's a, I think that the Denver Broncos are gonna have a very good offense this year. So and if their defense plays well and they they have the lead, that could be more opportunities for Philip Lindsay to run and all that. So I think that that's uh, not a, a bad pick. Um, he's gonna be, he's my third running back, so I I don't think that's bad as a, a depth pick or playing him in the flex, but. I wouldn't play him in the flex because I have Mike Evans, Juju, and Odell. But now it's back to my turn. And let's see. Matt Breida went. Tom Brady went at the 7-4. Miko Hartman went at the 7-5. Emmanuel Sanders went at the 7-6. Then Latavius Murray went at the 7-7. So now I have my options. And I think I'm going to go. I think this is where I'm going to go running back again. Because I really don't need another receiver. And Kayshawn Vaughn, they have him ranked as the, the top guy right now. But Kayshawn Vaughn, I, I was high on him because they drafted him. You know, the Bucks drafted him in the third round this year. But, you know, it looked like more of a, of a case where he's going to be more of a kick returner first. And I think that, you know, that's that's the case with him because, you know, you bring in LaShawn McCoy. Then you have, you know, Ronald Jones there. I just don't see where Kayshawn Vaughn really fits in to any type of starter position. So um, I'm not drafting him and I could go up with someone like Tony Pollard or whatnot or Zach Moss, but I'm going to go running back wise. I'm going to draft. I'm going to draft Damian Harris only because I think that he has, he has the potential to, to do some good things in the beginning of the season. So I'm going to grab him as my fourth running back. And then I think on the on the turnaround, I'm either going to go tight end or wide receiver again, just just to see what's available there. Okay, so if Mike Jasicki's there, I'm going to take him. Yeah, there's a little bit of a run on tight end. I mean, you had Austin Hooper, then Noah Fant went right before my pick, and yeah, I'm going. I like Mike Jasicki so much this year. You know, he's a guy that you know I've been saying in my podcast that you have. You do have Preston Williams there. He's now playing and practicing with no restrictions. I think that does hurt him a little bit, but the way that Chan Ganley uses the, the the tight end in the slot position, I think there's gonna be a lot of mismatches. So I I like 
you know, Mike Jasicki, especially in a 16 team league, that's not a bad tight end to have because it's going to be very hard to find a good productive tight end if you don't get Kittle or Ertz or, or Kelsey. All right. Now it's my pick at the nine, eight. Now this is my, this is where I might go uh, quarterback here because there's been a a few, few quarterbacks off the board. Now, you know, Jeff, Jared Goff and Kirk Cousin went right before me. So I have my option of Big Ben, Ryan Tannehill, Cam Newton, Phillip Rivers, Drew Locke, Jimmy Garoppolo, Joe Burrow. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to, I'm going to take a chance on Big Ben. You know, I already have, I already have Juju. So to have that stack, I'll, I'll definitely do that. So I'm going to grab Big Ben right here. And hopefully that plays, you know, plays in my favor. You know, if this was a team that I was going to have to play throughout the season, I mean, having a stack is always a fun thing to have. Uh, having that quarterback and wide receiver combo. Let's see now. Any notable names? Antonio Gibson went at the nine ten. I do think that that's about where he'll probably end up going. I think his stock went up a little bit when Darius guys got released, but they do have Adrian Peterson still. They have Peyton Barber and Washington also is talking. You know, you know giving a lot of hype behind Bryce Love. So Antonio Gibson, I mean, he's very versatile, but I don't know how much involvement he's going to have right off the bat. Um, he's going to be probably a gadget guy until he he takes that job from somebody. And let's see, you know, Hayden Hurst went at the nine at the nine fourteen, and then Preston Williams went at the ten five, which I think that's a good value for him. And then you got Carlos Hyde went at the ten four. Carlos Hyde is a guy that I like because the 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 stats is still unknown about Rashad Penny, and then Chris Carson he's practicing, but we really don't know how healthy he is. So I think that with that being the case. I think, um, you know, Carlos Hyde could have some early season value. Now, my pick, I'm going to just now draft depth. You know, I like, I got about five or six more picks. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go for best player available. And right now, at running back, we have Rashad Penny, which obviously I'm not going to draft. LaShawn McCoy, A.J. Dillon, LeBar Miller, which is on PUP. Jamal Williams and Boston Scott. At wide receiver, I could grab Justin Jefferson, Jalen Rager. So, the big name that sticks out to me that I really like this year is Jalen Ragers because they're, they've have some depleted, you know, wide receiver core right now in in uh, Philadelphia. So Jalen Rager is getting reps with the first team as the number one receiver. So I'm going to grab him here and then and see what happens on the turnaround. I was looking at Justin Jefferson, but it looks like he's been practicing as the third wide receiver. You know, you hope that Justin Jefferson is coming into the role of Stefan Diggs since he's been, you know, traded to Buffalo. But, you know, I, I, I don't know how much Justin, Je- Justin Jefferson is going to do right off the bat. I think we all can see that wide receivers, rookie wide receivers and run backs are going to have some of a delay. And I think that we're going to see a lot of second half of the season um, fantasy value. But right now, I'm not, you know, I'm not willing to take someone like Justin Jefferson, who's going to he possibly can be the, the second or third behind Adam Thielen. I, 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 I'm OK taking Jalen Rager when I did because there's a chance that he's going to be the starter. Now it's my pick again. Now I don't need a tight end running back. I already have four running backs. And I think the name that sticks out to me is, is Boston Scott. I think Boston Scott is, you know, the guy behind Miles Sanders right now. And if Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders injury tends to be more than what it is. You know, Boston Scott is definitely a good you know player to have, but looking at wide receiver, now, Brandon Ayuk, right? I, I was saying this in the podcast yesterday that, you know, you had Jalen Hurd go down and then Debo Samuel's out. So then now 
you have Bourne and then you have Brandon Ayuk that are the two wide receivers that could potentially blow up in the beginning of the season. And I know Ayuk is another rookie wide receiver, but a lot of good reports out of San Francisco that he's doing pretty well. But right now I have enough wide receivers, so I'm going to go with running back. I'm just going to get depth and I'm going to grab Boston Scott here just because, I mean, he, he definitely could be someone that could definitely be a flex play if you need him in a pinch. And then nothing notable. I mean, LaShawn McCoy went at the 11-4. A lot of defenses are going right now, but we can, you know, when it when it's drafting against the computer, you're gonna they're always going to draft best rankings. So some of these guys are going to be drafted after these defenses because the defenses are ranked higher. And let's see. Jerick McKinnon got, got drafted. And then... Alan Lazard got drafted at the 12-7. Alan Lazard, I think, is going to be surprisingly good this year. I think there's really nobody there for the number two position for Green Bay. You have Devontae Adams, and I think everything's up in the air for the number two you know, wide receiver position after um, Devin Funches went on the COVID list of opting out. So now, like I said, I'm going for depth, best player available. And running back, I already have five running backs. Let's see. I'm going to draft another wide receiver. And let's see what's available. And I'm looking for upside right here. So I do like Michael Pittman Jr., but he's a rookie. I like Larry Fitzgerald, but I just don't know how much involvement he's going to have. I mean, this is all depth, too. So, like, this is not that big of a deal to pick. But you got Brashad Perriman. That's a guy that sticks out to me. Um, I think what we saw him do at the end of last season with the Tampa Bay Bucks when Mike Evans and Chris Godwin went down, I think this is a... A good pickup, you know, taking Brashawn Perryman here. I think that's a, a easy pick. And then we had a run of wide receivers. So Michael Pittman Jr. went at the 12-15. And then Tua went at the 13-2. But that guy already has another. That's his backup. Yeah, because he has Carson Wentz. Okay, so now this is a position where I'm going to take, you know, I'm at that time where I need to take a defense and kicker. So I'm going to take a kicker first because... I like I like kickers. I like taking kickers where um, before a defense only because the offensive points that they can give you. And I'm going to take based on the offenses here. I like Chris Bos, you know Chris Boswell because it's you know he's on Pittsburgh's offense. So I'm going to take him and draft him. And honestly, a kicker and defense doesn't really matter because you're going to stream these guys anyways. You're going to drop them after a certain bye week. I mean. I have eight weeks. If I want to keep, keep Chris Boswell, I have him for eight weeks. But generally, you're going to stream these guys in and out. And then so my last pick, I'm going to take a defense. And right now, as well, defenses really don't matter here because unless you're able to get lucky and grab the, the best defense, um, right now, like New Orleans Saints is on the board. But I'm not going to grab New Orleans Saints because they play Tampa Bay the first game of the season. You know, Seahawks always have a good defense. Um, but looking at the options here, Let's see. Yeah, I mean, there's not really a lot of good options, but I'll just go ahead and take. I live in Seattle, so I'm going to take the Seattle Seahawks. Who knows if that's going to be a good pick, but um, it's one of those things where it doesn't really matter. So um, that there you have it. That's the draft. So I I took Kyle Devers-Hilaire as my number one pick. You know, I have Mike Evans, Juju, Odell, Ronald Jones, Philip Lindsay, Damian Harris, Mike Chisicki. Big Ben, Jalen Rager, Boston Scott, Brashad Perriman, Chris Boswell, and Seattle Seahawks defense. So 
let me know what you think about that draft because you know that's that's a typical 16 teams standard format draft so if that's something that um you guys enjoy like you know please comment on this video um but that's that's the draft and you know i hope that was informative on what could happen in these in these bigger leagues so thank you so much for listening to today's podcast you know please like comment and share now on the next episode i will be discussing my guys for 2020 so i'll be picking about a handful of guys that i really think are going to do well this season that are going to have good value um that are my favorite players so you know please don't free you know don't miss that episode and also in the next episode I'll be doing an Adam Thielen autographed jersey giveaway. Now, those details will be in the next episode. So don't miss the episode so you know how to, to get into the drawing for that signed jersey. But like I said, don't forget to hit subscribe. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at The Gridiron Pod and on Instagram at Gridiron Fancy Football. So that's it for today. Have a great day. We'll see you all in the next episode. Take care. Take care.